homeschooling isn't just about education. It's about your kids, it's about your family, and it's about a lifestyle. Hi, my name is Jackie and I'm the founder of Homeschool Think Tank. The Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast is about community, family, education, and life. I believe that these are the things that matter to homeschool families. Tune in each week and let's talk. I'll bring you a message from my heart, an expert interview, or an interview with the ultimate homeschooling experts, homeschool families like yours. Remember to check the link in the show notes below and you'll find an article that corresponds with this episode. Finally, remember to visit homeschoolthinktank.com for more information about how we serve homeschooling families. All right, let's get started with this week's episode. Today I am sharing an episode with you that is all about the flexibility of homeschooling and I think this is one of the greatest benefits of homeschooling. So I think if you are new to homeschooling or you're considering homeschooling, you're really going to find this episode enlightening. If you've been homeschooling for a while, I think you'll probably relate with it. And I actually think you'll enjoy the stories that I share in this episode quite a bit. So just a little FYI, I originally released this episode in September of 2020, and when I recorded the podcast episode, what I was doing is I was reading a blog post that I had written in about 2018, but then pausing intermittently and ad-libbing a little bit. But sometimes those early episodes don't get listened to as much. So I wanted to bring this to you again because I do think it is useful and beneficial and can be very helpful to you. And before we start, I want to let you know that there is an article that corresponds with this podcast episode, so check the link in the show notes below and you will find additional information in that article. All right, enjoy. So today what we're going to talk about is the flexibility of homeschooling. And if you've been doing this for a while, if you've been homeschooling for a while, you are aware of this already. But I can tell you, when I started homeschooling my kids, flexibility in my lifestyle was not really on my radar. I just preferred to have my children at home and to educate them from home. But Over time, I really began to appreciate the flexibility of homeschooling. So I actually wrote this article, oh, probably almost two years ago now. But I'm going to read this to you, and I'm sure I'll ad-lib a little bit in here, here and there. Because if you aren't a homeschooling parent yet, I think that this might be something that maybe it's crossed your mind. It depends on where you are in your life and why you might be considering homeschooling as an option for your family. But listen to this, and I think you're going to appreciate the opportunities that we have as homeschooling families even more. So if it's not something you've considered before, as a true advantage to homeschooling, I think you will by the end of this. All right, it's entitled One Huge Benefit to Homeschooling, Flexibility. 
Homeschooling allows flexibility in your life that is absolutely unmatched when your kids attend traditional school. Today, my daughter has a dentist appointment. Unlike parents who have kids in traditional school, I do not have to consider how this appointment might impact her school day. Will I have to worry about big assignments that are due or tests? No. Will I have to call the school and let them know she will be late? No, I will not. This worked for our family and I took the appointment. Fortunately, my younger daughter doesn't even have to go to this early morning appointment. I am grateful that my husband works from home as this sometimes works to my benefit. Let me just ad lib a little here. Sometimes that can be a challenge too. (laughs) So if you have a spouse who works from home, you know what I mean. There are ups and there are downs to that. So today is one of those days where having my husband work from home is a benefit. My youngest will probably wake up about seven o'clock. No alarm needed. She'll go visit with her dad for about 15 minutes before heading out to feed all the animals, including her sister's animals. And then she'll get herself going for the morning. She'll cook her own breakfast and maybe her dad's too. Afterward, she'll start her schoolwork on her own. I appreciate that my kids are getting older and are increasingly more responsible. So I'm going to pause a moment here for a little extra verbiage. I think one of the great benefits of homeschooling is the flexibility, as I'm saying, but within that, I love our generally relaxed mornings. Now, since I wrote this, our circumstances have changed a bit. My oldest daughter has college classes and we're on the go a couple mornings a week, but by and large over the years, our mornings have not been rushed. We take our time in the morning. We visit in the morning. We have breakfast that most people only get to have on the weekend. And my kids have learned how to cook. They have these things down because we're not rushed. And that is part of the flexibility of homeschooling. The other thing is that since my husband does work from home, he's not rushed in the morning either. Yes, he gets up and he gets working usually before any of the rest of us are up. But when my daughter gets up, both my girls actually, they go in and sit and visit with their dad for 15 minutes, maybe even half an hour some mornings. And that can fluctuate depending on his schedule for the morning. Sometimes that's not the case, but... Most of the time, they go connect with their dad first thing in the morning. It's just what they do. And he takes a few minutes and visits with them. So I love this part of the flexibility, It just our mornings. And on that particular day, I made that dentist appointment that morning. And literally, my older daughter didn't have time to go feed her animals. And I knew my younger daughter would do it. So normally, they take care of their own animals, regardless of what time they get going. But sometimes you need that flexibility, and we had it. And I really did love that I'm not worrying about 
whether my kids are missing assignments or tests or whatever, they they can do their stuff on their own time. All right, back to the article here. So while my youngest will be home with dad, I'll have a little alone time with my oldest. On the drive-in, it's likely we'll talk. Mostly, she'll talk and I'll listen. This is great for our relationship. Sometimes, though, we listen to audiobooks, educational CDs, or podcasts. Yes, podcasts. <laughs> My kids have the pleasure of listening to that, too. I don't know that they would think it's such a pleasure, but I think they do learn a lot from some of the things I listen to. As I'm writing this, early before her appointment, I'm considering getting her up a bit earlier to stop in for a breakfast burrito. My teenager, like most teens, loves food. Here's another great thing about homeschooling. While my daughter's dentist appointment is during traditional school hours, she is not missing any lectures and she will not have additional homework tonight. We will simply adjust our day accordingly. Actually, we are taking advantage of our time in town. We live about half an hour from anywhere, so while we're in town, we're going to the gym this morning. I'll go to an exercise class and my daughter will head to the boxing room. Homeschoolers call this physical education. I'm going to give you a little more commentary here. So I actually have a bachelor's in physical education, K-12. And I can tell you my professors would just die that I actually just call that physical education (laughs) because it's not part of a curriculum and it's not all lined out just so. But the fact of the matter is, from where I sit now, physical education involves an awful lot. And I actually think because I went to school for a degree in physical education, I am a healthier person than I would have been otherwise because I took all the classes about exercise and I took nutrition classes. So obviously, I think I benefited from that curriculum and I think my kids can benefit from learning those same things as well. However, the way we go about learning can be very different. It doesn't always have to be in perfect order. My children learn an awful lot about nutrition in the kitchen just while we're talking and having conversations. And it's pretty obvious to me right now that both of my kids are becoming more aware of their physical fitness and nutrition. And to some degree, they are learning on their own and they are most certainly implementing their knowledge on their own without me telling them exactly how and where to learn everything. So just some food for thought there that physical education comes in many forms. And really, at the end of the day, what matters the most is that you learn to eat well for life and that you incorporate physical movement and fitness into your life on a regular basis and stretch. (laughs) If any of you have ever had back problems, I'm here to tell you I've had severe back problems and I got away from stretching for a while and it makes all the difference. So physical education comes in many different forms, just like all education. It can 
all be approached in a variety of ways. And what matters is that your child learns not so much how they learned it. All right, back to the article. When we leave the gym, we are going to take advantage of this morning a little bit more. On the way home, we'll stop and pick up a couple of the kids' homeschooling friends. It'll be about lunchtime when we get home, so my youngest will put away her schoolwork that she's been doing while I was away, and the kids will undoubtedly have home ec in my kitchen. Oh, how they love to cook. Afterward, the older girls will likely go to work on a book they are writing together. The younger girls will likely play outside. All right, I want to share a little more here. So while the older girls never finished that book, that's okay. They learned so much by writing this book together. They did research together. They had a great friendship around writing this book. They had something they were working to achieve. They even went to an author signing and talked to a fairly famous author while they were working on this book. Clearly, they worked on grammar and punctuation and all sorts of things. And there was collaborating brainstorming, just learning to work together. Now, each and every one of those skills is taught in school. However, while I may have been taught some of those skills or all of them, I can't say that I learned half as much as these two did working on this book. Even if they never finished it, finishing it wasn't the point. The point was just having fun. Literally, we're writing a book on their own. Nobody assigned that to them, but they were most certainly learning so much. And this is another aspect of the flexibility of homeschooling. It is how your children learn. And this was very, very effective. They learned a lot doing this. All right, back to the article. The younger girls will likely play outside. Let me tell you about their physical education. First, the younger girls will jump on the trampoline. Let me rephrase that. They don't just jump. They also move like horses. They gallop, canter, and trot. They also hop like real rabbits. Like any kid, they test their physical ability on the trampoline. Then, they'll do physical education like you've never seen it. They'll head out to the arena and set up vertical poles and barrels and jumps and parallel poles on the ground. This course is not set up for the horses. They set it up for themselves. They run this course over and over and over again. It's amazing. I don't think many people could keep up with them. It's a workout and a half. Let me add this too. Sometimes our arena is tilled better than other times. But for a lot of this time when they were really in this phase, it was tilled really well and very loose soil. That is hard to run. In, you know, it's like running through a sandbox, right? It, 
it's tough running. They were really getting a lot of exercise doing this, but they were also being so creative. And they were doing these drills, if you will, all on their own. Nobody was telling them to do this. I wasn't out there with a whistle around my neck, blowing the whistle like I used to do when I taught PE. Go, 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 you know, to group after group. No, they did this all on their own. So they set it up. They were being creative, using their imagination. And these were all things that they run their horses around, but they were using them to test their own physical ability. I think it's awesome. And I have to say, they worked much harder than the kids in any of my PE classes ever did. But they were having fun doing it. Nobody was making them do this. It was totally on their own, their own free will. They start and stopped when they wanted to, but they they would do this for like an hour. It was crazy. Back to the article. Afterward, they'll come in and eat lots of fruits and drink lots of water. Then they'll go play with their toy barn animals. They'll frequently play in wide open spaces. This also takes lots of movement. When they get tired of that, they'll probably come inside and read books together. For years, they have been obsessed with reptiles. Their favorite book is a snake encyclopedia. If you have questions about reptiles, these two could probably give you the answers. So, a little more ad-libbing here. Now the girls have come in and they're reading together. And it's not an assignment. They're just doing it. They're reading and reading and absorbing so much information. And to this day, my my daughter is obsessed with reptiles still, sometimes to my dismay, but that's okay. She's learning so much. She learns about geography. She learns vocabulary. She was reading something to me the other day, and I just thought, wow, this is pretty awesome. I mean, the, there's a lot of terminology because she's learning so much more about the science behind different things with reptiles. And her vocabulary is increasing around that. And now she's allowed to use the internet more than she used to. And so she's constantly doing research online about snakes and reptiles. So she's learning about technology with all of that too. And actually, she even has a website that we're starting to work on finally. We've had this for like almost a year now, but we're getting there now. But there are these, all these different things that she's learning around her interest in reptiles. Back to the article again. My girl's friends will stay about three hours. My kids will then do schoolwork for a couple more hours, have a snack, and then head back outside for a little more fun and chores. At the end of the day, the girls will have completed some traditional schoolwork, but they'll also have learned in other non-traditional ways. However, each of their days will be well spent. They will be engaged and learning from the time they wake up to the time they fall into bed. This is the life of my homeschool family. Some days look more normal than other days, but every day 
is full of education and learning. I love the flexibility of homeschooling. Today, like most days, is what it needs to be. We have a basic routine and educational plan in place. However, we are flexible and adjust our days accordingly. Our relationships, our health, and our education are all important. We will embrace the flexibility of homeschooling and live and learn our way. So, I hope that you've enjoyed this, and I hope that you will go to the website and look at the article, and if I can locate it quickly and easily enough, I will likely put a video up with my daughter. I'm not going to put other kids up in the website, especially not without parental permissions, but at least of my daughter running this course because I love it and I think it's awesome. And if you happen to live in the country and have an arena, this might just inspire your kids. I mean, it's pretty awesome. And if you aren't homeschooling yet, I think this will have shed some light on the flexibility of homeschooling. And I can tell you when I first started homeschooling my kids, I would try so hard to just do everything like it was done in school, you know, the school at home method. But that just doesn't work for us. And what I have observed over the years is I don't think it works for very many homeschool families at all. And the reason behind that is, there are a few reasons, but the number one reason I see is we have a different environment. We are not a school classroom. We don't have somebody making the meals for us, and we don't have a janitor or custodian cleaning up. We we are a home. And as a result, we have a very different environment, and I think it's unrealistic to try to model your homeschooling lifestyle after the classroom, the school, the traditional school classroom. Not only is it unrealistic, but it's unnecessary. And we utilize the flexibility of homeschooling in many different ways. My kids, their education definitely looks different than it does in the classroom. And they have a lot of say-so over how they go about learning is learning expected? Absolutely. And do I feel like my kids get a lot out of their days? Yes. But we also school year round. It, it works better. And what's so funny is I have taken a summer, I think literally one summer off. That was enough for me. It about drove me crazy. And I'll talk about that more another day about why we school in summer there are obvious and less obvious reasons, but it just works better for us. Instead of trying to cram everything in to nine months of the year, we have 12 months in the year. I don't see any reason to cram everything into a small space. So we, we do that year round and we just utilize the flexibility that we have. It works really well for us. And I, I just want to say, <laughs> so long as your state laws permit it or your laws in whatever country you live in, permission granted. Don't feel like you have to do everything 
like it's done in the school system because you are not a school. Bottom line, you are a home and we homeschool. And as a result, we do things very differently. And it really is a lifestyle, at least around here it is. So that's it. I hope this helps you appreciate the flexibility of homeschooling and how your kids can learn differently and how you can do things differently. And cut yourself a little slack (laughs) because it's hard. You will drive yourself crazy. And I think it's the quickest way to burn out is to try to just do everything like it's done in the schoolroom. If you want to homeschool for the long haul, you've got to be a little flexible. That's my take. I think it's good to have some structure in place too, but be a little flexible. All right. I want to encourage you to go and visit homeschoolthinktank.com. Also, you can check the link in the show notes below to go to the article that corresponds with this podcast episode. I always include other videos, additional information, and I have listed quite a few other benefits of homeschooling in the article that goes with this episode. All right, that's it for today. Live and learn your way. My name is Jackie, and I am your host of the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. Bye-bye. I want to say thank you for listening to the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, I'd like to ask you to take a moment to follow this podcast and share it with a friend. Remember to check the show notes for a link to the article that corresponds with this podcast episode. In this article, we'll include any links that we mentioned in this episode. And remember that you can search all of the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast episodes at homeschoolthinktank.com.